big happy birthday shout out to my son. I love you. Delusional Feast. Vincent Luciano. Happy birthday. I love you, son. Proud of you. All right, you ready? Yep. Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? You're a brother faced with hard luck. Face to face, face to face with hard luck. Card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Tips and card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. You're a brother faced with hard luck. Face to face, face with hard luck. Card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Tips and card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. We're certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show. Coming at you from the W Hotel in Hollywood, California. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, sitting on my left, my co-host and partner. Shit. Oh. Chumohan Bone, American Indians, elegant. Barbarians, Southern California. That's all, motherfucker. That's it. That's all. That's all you need to know. That's all. Yeah. You remember this shit? Oh, yeah, man. Come on, dog. No, this wrong. Yes. Just a shame. That's all. And on sound, old blue eyes himself. Yeah, buddy. Sean Lewis certified uh, uh, audio uh, professional engineer uh, yeah. for the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- 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 yeah, come on. And and you know we brought our producer with us today, extraordinaire Mr. Schwartz. Yeah. What is up? This fucking studio is beautiful. Yes, it is. Hey. Big shout out to the W. The W right, Hotel yeah, thanks for Hollywood. The Wi-Fi. Thank you for the Wi-Fi and thank you for the recording studio. Yeah. Especially oh, thank you for the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Oh, Blue Eyes Connect. Oh, Blue you. Eyes. Yeah. And we have a very, very special guest uh, today. Oh, shit. Yep. Oh, yes, we All do. the ways from. The San Fernando Valley, ladies and gentlemen, the 818. Let's welcome Mr. D Mr. to the D. show. Yeah. Mr. D. Yeah. Man, we're co-signing on your your rolling your rolling music right here. Hey, you know what uh, D stands? You know what D stands for? What? D is the don't and don't fear the reaper. Yeah. That's <laughs> it, man. This young man has extremely good taste. Yeah. Right. Right off the bat, he's already winning us over. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we asked him, we were like, hey, man, what's the intro music? And he was like, don't fear the reaper. Yeah. Don't to- fear the reaper. Exactly. <laughs> Mr. D, uh, Mr. D, short for Diablo? Yes, sir. Man, brother, you came over the hill today. Um. I well, tell you, bro, what came over there? What exact area are you reigning out of? North Hollywood. North Hollywood. All yeah. right. And uh, uh, Mr. D brought uh, Jeffrey, his manager. Uh, Jeff's with us today, too. And these guys made a trail over the hill to come hey, see us. <clears throat> Mr. D, because uh, a lot of people, Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds listening right now, they don't got a manager. So, like, 
What does the manager do? Like, does he have to like get the <laughs> old chicks out before you bring the new chicks in? Like, how does that work? What is he doing? Well, he helps. He definitely guides me. You know, um, he plants seeds in my head to, you know, uh, remind me what type of a person I should be. You know, what type of person I am. You know, uh, uh, pretty much reminding me that my feet are touching the ground. Right, so he's trying to keep you grounded. Yes, mm-hmm. right, yes. because yeah. you're so fly, your <laughs> skills are so deep that you might forget that you're yeah, human yeah, like yeah. the rest of us. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Right. That's what Schwartz is for big, big lux. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Schwartz has to walk behind him and remind him, like, "Hey, dude, you're you're a human. Yeah, yeah, Keep me humble. Yeah, right. And then, oh, and I walk behind old blue eyes and do that for him. Yeah, yeah. everybody's right, doing right. it for somebody. Right. Yeah. No one's doing it for Schwartz. Yeah, that's no, the big problem. That's the problem. No, no, no. My wife right, keeps okay. me grounded. Right. It keeps you grounded. You're grounded. grounded. Not yeah, yeah, keeping that's you the grounded. Area. Yeah, did you yeah, know I didn't specify, to... man. Right. You're on punishment right now. 100%. <laughs> so, Mr. D, uh, why don't you t- why don't you just oh, tell us right off from the very beginning? Mm-hmm. Right? How did you get into music? Yeah, oh. and wait a minute, and let me just back up before we ask him that. Yeah, I just want the little backstory real quick, you okay. guys. I'm going through Instagram, and I can't still. And I even told D when he came in here, I can't remember exactly how I stumbled upon one of his videos. But mm-hmm. dude, I fucking landed on his video, and I went through all of his videos. What was that video that here. caught your? Explain the video video that caught just, your attention. Just man, it was, and it, it, it's not in particular. He grabbed a great. He grabbed a great sample. Okay. Can't remember which sample it was. Um, I think it was. Uh, I'm gonna give it to you, but what you gonna do with it? Might have been like the 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 track, the hook, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, and that already, and I'm listening to his delivery and his the way he's carrying himself, right? His body language, and I'm like, this this dude right here is an entertainer. This dude, and I'm watching him, I'm peeping him out, and checking him out. And I was just like. I was into him from the gate. I was like, man, that dude's got something special. Yeah. Now, I sent him a message. I think I wanted to get him some Supermax gear. Right. And I send the video to Esteban. Yeah. And Esteban's kind of like, oh, yeah, so-and-so shot his right. video. Yeah. Dude from eight. That guy's. Uh, this dude yeah. and that, that. And he's like, that dude's badass. I go, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't hear back from him. And then I caught these guys, a conversation of them on Dr. Green Thumb. B-Reels yeah. like show and it just set me off to like fuck man alright I'm gonna reach out to him reach out to him and he contacted me back and so I'm telling you man I wanted to get this guy on the show I really believe in his music mm-hmm. um, he's incredibly talented man and thank you now I just wanted to lay that out he's here and how did you get into the music game well I kind of started almost I want to say like everybody else you know uh, just trying to represent the neighborhood, you know, uh, doing it in almost in a positive way, in a way that I can't really get um, sort of in trouble for it, you know, because back then, you know, representing on the walls, you know, sure. going to, you know, do your desmadre real quick, but mm-hmm. um, I started thinking, well, what if I do it on the mic, you know? Right. I started taking it more as in uh, banging on wax, right. you know? Um, they, I seen an interview where they had said, well, we fought with our pens, so... I took that pretty serious, and I was like, well, what if I start representing into these, uh, what do you call it, uh, graffiti pages for the city, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. they all have these neighborhoods from all yeah. over the city, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to send my videos. Yeah. And yeah. 
what I did though was <laughs> I threw up some blocks, right? Some uh-huh. big old block letters. Right. And I just started busting the flow real quick right there. Right. And man, when I say they fell in love with it, man. <laughs> <laughs> they fell in love, Dude. Man. You That's know, dope. straight up, yeah. man. It was it, to my surprise, they actually liked it, you know, because I'm a I'm a very insecure person. You know, I told you. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. when when people criticize my stuff, I'm like, well, I could do it way better. Right. And that's mm-hmm. how I just kept taking it, you know? Right. So every time I kept dropping every video, they were like, nah, man, do it like this. Uh throw a uh someone had told me to do a mural, you know, okay. but I, I I can't really paint, you know? Okay. So right. they were just like, nah, man, just start shading it in. Mm-hmm. So I did that and Uploaded a video and sure enough, it went viral. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of what got me my big break. You know, uh, yeah. there was one where I was walking across the the wall, and I literally, I want to say like twenty minutes prior to that, there was a lady outside talking about, "Oh, you're destroying the neighborhood with right, the lettering." Right, you right, know, right, 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 you know, right, and, right, right. and don't get me wrong, I get it. You know, mm-hmm. now I see it like that. Right, you know, right, right. But back then, I was just like, "Well, I'm just putting it down. I want to put my foot on these dudes." Next, you yeah, know, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It came down to the point where I started seeing numbers online, and I was like, "Well, you know what? This this has a greater effect than whatever I was doing prior to that." Yeah. Yes. Got you. What What oh, happens man. really emotionally for you internally? Like, what goes on when you're doing your thing, and then all of a sudden you realize, "Holy shit, it's going viral." I get humbled. You get humbled. Yes, because. Um, I know for some people, they'll be like, oh, uh, oh, I'm getting this clout, this attention. I'm getting exactly what I need. But for me, it's more it gives me more inspiration to keep progressing, making a better, better music. You know, and when I say better, I mean like uh, in the aspect where Tupac was, where Big Daddy Kane was, Special Ed, uh, you got Big Pun, Fat Joe, people like that. You know, names that we say now and mm-hmm. we were like, OK, I can name a couple of hits of them. You know, mm-hmm. and right. that's where I want to be, you know, and yeah. that's why when I started seeing those numbers, I was like, you know what? If I actually have the ability to get those numbers then I have the ability to make a hit. Right. You know? mm. And yep. because so many people are trying to get viral and they just right. never make and they it. can't. Right. Yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That's the issue, too, because you're trying to get viral. I only did it to just represent my neighborhood. Right. Right. You know, right. That's just. Mm-hmm. And so let me ask you this, then, since we're right here. Mm. What makes a rap song transcend just the normal hit? What makes it a two-part? What makes it something where you're like, that's going to stand the test of motherfucking time? Passion. Mm-hmm. The ambition, the the message, and the emotion you put into it. How do you prepare yourself to open up so uh. that you put the motherfucking passion into it? Well, mm-hmm. I kind of, I see music at least almost uh, like a diary, mm-hmm. um, at least for some songs, at least, uh, you know, not the ones that I'm trying to like attract the, the party people, you know, or right. it's more about like when I talk about my problems, my issues, the social, social issues, you know, uh, right. when I get into that mind state, I'm more about, I, I, I kind of feel, uh, I want to say sad in a sense. But I start relating things to that, you know? So whatever emotion I have that, I kind of build off of it, you know, as best as I can. You know what I mean? Like like for any writer, at least uh, Mm -hmm. a poet or just anybody that's writing a script in general, Mm -hmm. they need to have certain uh, 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 a certain emotion, a drive sort of to be writing about a robbery in a liquor store Mm -hmm. or maybe even a funeral or even a picnic 
or like uh, on the Eiffel Tower type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So then, what's your writing process? Yeah, that's what I was gonna. So yeah. it's um, I I gotta have a quiet room. You know, I mm-hmm. definitely gotta be able to get into the zone. Sometimes I do smoke, but it kind of you know intertwines with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So it's more about whether I I feel the beat or not. You know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the best description I could give you is the drums. Like, there's a song called. Uh, do it, do it how you want by the BT Express. I believe that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. It just has a lot of Congos in it, you okay. know. Mm-hmm. So with that, the way that I build off a song off of that is, what 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 kind of a vibe does it give me, right? Mm-hmm. So if it give me, it gives me a, a dance type of vibe. I'm like, well, what what can I associate with it? Dancing. Uh, let me see. If I pick up this lighter right now, right, and I yeah. want to make it about dancing, mm-hmm. I'll be like. I'm picking up the ladder when I'm sparking a blunt, but now I got the sound system and it's bumping the trunks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Things like that. So it, it has to associate with ho- something. Ho- hold on one second. Mm. Oh, Blue Eyes. It's oh, Blue Eyes stands there like a statue and just yeah, stares yeah, at the yeah, wall, yeah, like yeah. melting. He's just yeah, like, uh. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. when you just did, did that, that little, like, you know, he fucking hey, lit up. up. He was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he was like Frankenstein. Yeah, he was, like, him. he was like, what happened, uh, Sean? Yeah, what happened for you in that? I don't know what you're talking about, but I mean, it was dope. I mean, it's cool to get uh, keyed into like what he what he's going through in a, in a process like that. Right, but for I, this, for Mr. D to just like flip that out real quick. Yeah, what yeah, did you give me? You know, old blue eyes. Uh, <laughs> he ten rap. buck. No, he can rap. <laughs> yes, ten yeah, buck. This his name is ten buck. He can <laughs> rap. He can <laughs> rap. Yeah. And he's got a lot of notebooks filled with fucking. Yeah, that's rap. true. All right. A lot of notebooks. All right. Me, so you, hold on. Yeah. Listen, I can't see you. Sorry. I know, but you can hear. So she fucking <laughs> you can't see. <laughs> no, no, but can he, he can't see. But can you got. No, hey, I'm hey, developing. Hey, back to the interview. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get it. Back just, to the interview. You got Mr. D here. <laughs> All right, okay. Mr. D. Oh, so old blue eyes yeah. as a fellow writer or whatever. Yeah, what are you, Yeah, what are you hearing from um, from Mr. D's process or what do you think? Well, about? I I do key into because I need a like when I used to write because I don't write anymore, but when I used to write, I needed it quiet too. Cause I need to be able to f- uh, figure out like, you know, what the next line's going to be, what I need to slip in internal rhymes, all that shit. I need to figure all that shit out. And like, yeah. you need a little time to do that. I know some people write to a beat. I can't do that. Right. Yeah. yeah that's like, what I was going to Turn ask. that shit off like, for, <laughs> just for a minute. So I can get it figured out. Yeah. Hey, hey, so Miss, so Mr. D after you lay out, right, you get the feeling you set up, essentially your environment that's going to be conducive to like how you're going to approach the song its subject matter Mm -hmm. and also the passion but let me ask you this once it's written down that's one thing right yes what's the process for delivery oh that's the that's a huge step as well you know um it doesn't stop when when the pen drops right you know so when i go into the studio the first thing that i really want to focus on is how i'm going to deliver my words and the way i want to project it you know uh, one thing that tupac really did well was the way he pronounced things you know and the reason why he did it was to draw attention to it you Mm -hmm. know and people would just be like oh it just sounds cool but no it's more about shakespeare you know uh it 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 all about evolves around like i want to say the fundamentals of poetry but it's more it's 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 advanced don't get me wrong you know because right, when right. you're telling Word someone to, exactly you know when you're telling someone raise your voice because mm-hmm. you're trying to emphasize you're opening the fridge opposed to just oh i'm opening the fridge like mm-hmm. it doesn't give it no feeling you know mm-hmm. so it, it it really captures the listener when you really 
put your all into it there at least, you know? Right. And when you're when you're actually flowing, one thing that I learned too is that you gotta take your time, you gotta write the beat, you gotta actually be like, I'm listening to myself in five years and I wanna be happy with this. Damn. Damn, I'm gonna do some shit like that. (laughs) I'm gonna start thinking on those terms. Right. Oh, blue eyes, write that down for the podcast. Right. That's a quote. Hey, make a t-shirt out of that. Manager, five percent. We got you. Don't worry. That is fucking get that, bro. That's good. Shorts, you better start talking now like you want to cure yourself in five years, motherfucker. All right, listen, five years from now, Chumahan, we're gonna step up the game. I like that. Now listen, something that I said earlier and I said it before we got on air and that was that I have a little radar that goes off inside of me bro listen you guys would think that I'm probably you know full of shit on on some different things but (laughs) (laughs) no bro I heard Snoop okay before he was ever fucking picked up by fucking Dre you heard Snoop before Snoop this dude was a fucking was gonna be a fucking He's going to be a beast. Right. Heard it off the bat. Okay, it's not hard. Okay, Snoop. I heard Eminem, bro, when we started Joker Brand. I heard Eminem, dude, on some fucking scrawny fucking cassette yep. fucking mix test yep. thing. Dude. And I was like, that dude will be the biggest rapper. Watch. Nobody happens. I hear 50 way before because we're in with Rosenberg and M. We know all these guys. Got to hear 50 stuff. <laughs> His old, old shit, right? I was like, and I'm telling you, man. These different rappers, one thing they have in common with somebody like my favorite rapper, Pac, Mm. or even this day, Amazi, and some of what he has, I say all that to say is when I'm listening to music and I start closing my eyes and I start visualizing and that whatever they're singing about is taking me out of where I'm sitting on some journey, journey. That doesn't happen all the time, bro. It does just doesn't happen. And I can't predict or make it happen. But brother, I get that from your music. And yeah, there are because I've heard you change emotions in your song. From either antagonistic that to reflective to all you know, heart you know, like all in one. And brother, that's a talent, man. That's that's really a talent, man, when you can take somebody on a journey, man. I mean right. that's the best stories to me. And and to me it and it does it comes yes there's the beat, the, it's all important, bro. Right. But the lyrics, you know, the beat and the lyrics, the lyrics. I got I for me to really really fall in love with you, you got to be on some shit that I'm on. See, I can like your music, but for me to to fall like that, you have to be talking about the struggles and the shit that I went through. You know what I'm saying? So, and so, and that's coming out of the hood usually. You know, that's where that's coming from. But that's what I I identify with. Are you getting? I identify with a brown man, and I identify with a black man. I identify with the economics of being a man of color. Yeah, growing up in that environment, the struggles that they're going through, whether it be in 1989 or it be now, are the struggles that I identify with. And when people put that into an art form, it takes me somewhere. This. This this gentleman right here has that talent. What? So let me ask you this then: What is Mister D saying or doing that's capturing you in a sense? Like what pieces? I mean, thematically, there, I'm gonna tell you a few things. Right. Go now. ahead. And let's just for the notation, bro. Do it. I build really, really, really big brands right. for a living. 
been doing that for 25 years. Right. All those biggest brands are in your closet. Growing up, I built those brands. Right. So I know a little something. And I'm telling you, man, th- first off, he's educated himself on the history of a lot of this music, and probably sure. more than this music, music in general. Because he'll riddle off and tell you about some shit that me and you might know about through right. our parents or friends, right? So he's he knows he can draw from many things because he's he's already started to broaden himself. Right. He's bigger than wherever he comes from. It's obvious he's much bigger than his neighborhood or the state or anything. And the other thing is that he has like this very traditional sense about his style, his mannerisms, the way he handles himself. Man, that's bro. That shit's been lost. Yeah, it's like time somebody gone past. gave him some kletcha, meaning yep. somebody re- taught this kid, man, something, this young man, something. Because there's a lot of youngsters out there that are like, I just want to say, man, from his style, the way he handles himself, man, there's a certain tradition that he carries, man. And it's like, it's old school. And I don't see young guys that really carry that tradition. You just said a term. You you just all that shit's prevalent. If you take all that plus this handsome motherfucker, man. Come on, bro. (laughs) You take all that together, man. And I think Jeffrey's right on the money, man. You should be fucking handling him, bro. Yeah. Wait, wait. You just said a term, bro. You said Kletcha. Did I hear that? Kletcha. Kletcha. It's kind of like is 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 school or teaching somebody, giving him Kletcha. You know, there's this term you're gonna hear a lot out there. And you'll hear homies say, yeah, you know, we should be trying to make a homie instead of break a homie. And there's, right. a, whole, there's a whole thought behind that. I'm not going to go deep into that. Sure. But, you know, they used to make homies, you know, and they would pull y- youngsters aside and tell them, man, this is right. This is wrong. You don't do this. This is how we do things, you know. Right. And that's been lost a lot. And there's a lot that he represents and carries himself in that manner. Yeah. That, like. It tugs at you if you come from that, you know. You you feel it. Yeah, absolutely, man. So. Mr. D, who was your teacher? I want to say the homies from my neighborhood, my older homies. Yeah, and when you're saying older homies, how old are you at the time that they start giving you some of the lessons? Oh, I would, when I when I really started talking to my older homies, I was about 16 years old. Uh huh. Um, and how old would they have been? Oh, uh, I don't even know. To be honest, I mean. I mean, I've seen white hairs on them, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. They could be 30 uh, or 50, Yeah, right? right? You're yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they all look the same at that age. You're like, you're 50, 60, 40, the same shit, right? Mr. D, <laughs> when you started getting the, the lessons, these classic lessons, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it really invokes what you just said, Steve. Kind of invokes like Zen masters transmitting their knowledge to the next master and blah, 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 blah. Or samurai transmitting... I- their style. Like, yeah. me, I don't, I, I'm gonna say something. Do it. Do I'm it. I'm gonna say some shit that's gonna be maybe unpopular. Go. Maybe you guys will understand it. Maybe you won't. There is a certain. There is some attributes to a certain style of dress yeah. that have maybe kind of maybe come and gone or not. Or kind of started to change and moved away from. <sighs> yeah. And there's some traditional things, and uh, some of those traditional things. There's always, there was always like, there was always homies in the neighborhood that really expounded upon that shit. Um, 
I always had like a little young homeboy in the neighborhood that was bailing the harder than everybody else. Right. He gets most creased up shit. <laughs> right. You know? And just and, real quick, just because Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds are at uh-huh. home, right now, Mr. D has very big and creased up stuff right now. <laughs> right, Mr. So D? He's bailing hard. <laughs> right, yeah, bro? Like, Hell yeah. It's like yeah. fucking <laughs> creased, bro. And, and, I see yeah. that shit cutting but the dude, air. If you saw, but see, if somebody else was maybe trying to pull it off, yeah. you yeah. might even be like mad at the. Like it ain't yeah, real. You're right. like cheering, like you want, like you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's that's just, true. I don't know. The other th- yeah, what is that dude, difference? Like, I don't what know. What is the difference? But that's what I noticed yeah. when I noticed him in the video. Because the first thing I wanted to do was get him some gear because I thought he's just got a really great sense of style. I mean, he's a trendsetter. So if he puts it on, he can make it cool. Somebody else could do this and it wouldn't work. Right. For what him, it works. is that? I don't know what that is, but. Anyways, what I want to say was, like, if we still get some of my old pictures of me, dog, yeah. I was always, like, 54. That was my size, 54. I got to see My that. fucking Levi's were all baby cuffed. They never touched a washing machine. They right. only dry clean, dude. Right, right. Canvas, right? Right. Um, and I was just into fucking 4 and 5X shit. Back then, 3 and 4 looked like 5 and 6 now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, um... I wanted to be swimming in my shit, but that was like the look. Giant overalls, size 54 overalls. Dude. And, he, and I see him, and it's like, nah, I mean, this might not be popular. And I understand some people are like, that evokes and da 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 da, right? Yeah. They're going to say all that, but we, we, we say something. Right. Let me say something to that right. shit, man. Nobody on this fucking show is fucking stupid, all right? <laughs> And and everybody standing here right now knows what's up. Yeah, I know what I signed up for, you know, right? So yep, yep. how the chips fly, man? Like, oh well, dude, you know, like that. That's how it goes. Like he knows what's up. I know what's up. Right, Growing man, making the decision. But um, I'm just behind you, bro. I think you have a great, you know, it's you, because this ain't no, this ain't nobody else. This is him. Right. He doesn't have to try and act some way, man. So there's a lot of those pieces, though, to it. And I think that when you put all that together, it, you're hearing it in his music. You're also hearing it in his dialogue. He's not talking about having a stack of money to your ear. Right. Making it rain. And yep. like, just like he, he's not, bro. And I think I almost... I want to I want to hear something with some fucking depth. I mean, I get that and that's cool. Right. I'm not hating, dude. And there's those are okay. But you know, there's some people that I find that are really speaking on some deeper stuff, man. There's artists out there that might you might see that from the outside, yeah. but when you listen to their fucking music, yeah. or what they're really talking about, man, yeah. there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of struggle, there's a lot of unhealing, there's a lot of young you didn't mature. Like Right. Like, real like if you if like if i sent you like i sent you like four mozzie videos once like somebody look at that shit and be like hey man they're just fucking murdering fucking black people but when you peel it back bro and you hear about what he's talking about what mozzie's talking about yeah it's life dude like it's about love it's about loss it's about addiction it's about all that shit, man. It's like he has that in his flow, man. It's right. Like, I, I, I can't wait to see what an artist like this guy does. Yeah. As he starts to really have some resources and grows yep. into um, that, but you know, man, that's what I'm saying. That meter either goes off or it doesn't. Mr. D, what is one of the hardest 
And I mean motherfucking hardest. And don't sugarcoat this shit. <laughs> All right. All right. Get down to the path. What was the hardest lesson you had to learn from an older homie? That you can't trust everybody. Fuck. Yeah. It's a big one. How did that yeah, lesson one. get taught to you? Damn. Uh, Look at that smile. Look at that. <laughs> the hard way. You only get that lesson the hard way, right? Shit. How did, how, did, how did you learn that lesson? How did that lesson get taught to you? Well, I was kind of expecting a certain result from a certain situation, and it kind of just flipped entirely on me, you know? And it was only for the benefit of this other person, you know? And it kind of made me realize that um, I was kind of being hard-headed and not listening to my elders, you know what I'm saying? And I was just trying to just go against the grain and just do everything Damn. how I wanted to. But once I seen that, I realized that once people actually talk to me and they give me their time, that I should really listen and I should really endure in, into that, you know? I should really, like, soak up game, you know? Because most people, they'll just go in one ear and go out the other, you know? But nowadays, at least for me, I really try to live what they tell me. You, yeah. you, 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 you know what, man? And, like, some of these videos are old that you have up, right? Yes. How old? Oh, they're, like, three, almost four years old, yeah. So I'm hearing a dialogue, Jumahan, since I came in the room and since we're talking. And, yeah. and I hear you talking about past, in a sense. And then I hear you talking about present, like um, consciously. I'm hearing it in your consciousness. You're referring back almost third person. I, you, but today, and what, what's that about? What, what, what happened? Has there been some changes? Has there been some things that have reeled in or had to gone array or... Well, yeah, like, well, it's almost how I, I try to tell everybody that within five, ten months, your life is going to probably be somewhere where you never expected it. Um, that's where I was two years ago. Two years ago, I was fighting this case, you know, um, I was facing seven years. And I don't know how, and I'm not saying I don't know how, because... <laughs> I, I, don't I don't know how, how this happened. No, I, no, All of a sudden... I know how. No, they, they made me do community service and... They made me pay all these fines, you know, but when I say that, I don't know how, I mean that I don't know how I went from seven to doing essays for the court to doing community service and actually getting a second opportunity when I should have been doing hard time. You know hey, what, I'm what kind of community service for real? Well, it was hard labor for sure. You know, they, they told me that I had to go pick up trash and you did that. I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? What was it? What was it? I didn't do that. <laughs> well, they said I had to pick up trash. I didn't, I didn't do, do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other option was to enlist myself into a program where it was kind of like a gang intervention thing. Oh, yeah. So uh, what you did was that all you really had to do was go to a park. Uh, they had Saturday night, something like that. Yeah. Something. Uh, it's, it's, it's like an SNL thing. I, I forgot what it was called. But um, pretty much all you have to do is go set up over there for the kids, you know, throw a picnic for them, give out things for school, you know, uh, pretty much just show them that the community is actually in unity opposed to what they're trying to make it uh, seem, you know, like a battlefield yeah. or something, right. you know? Right. So, so wait a second. Wait a second. Slow it down right there. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you would go to like a park at night. Yeah. With a group, like an organization or something, yes. right? Yes. And the whole thing was is you'd have to be there and it would be a positive thing. Yeah. Like what time at night? 
Uh, it usually started around nine and ended like around eleven thirty ish. And what kind of people? Who was coming up to you guys to be like, yeah, I need some pens? Well, all kinds of people. You know, it was uh, it was like, I want to say uh, I, it was like a boiling pot of everybody. You know, uh, yeah, you had the low income Armenians. The low-income raza, yeah. the low-income morenos. You know, you had everybody just going over there to, sh like, just show support for their kids, at least, you know? Because right. I know there were some people there that didn't get along, at least neighborhood-wise. Right. But they set it aside for their children, mm -hmm. you know? So it was pretty dope to see that, you know what I'm saying? And, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. That's awesome. And then, was there anybody that was like, nah, mm. you, get, you guys can't set up here, or this is baloney? Nah, nah it, it was actually, um, it was around the boundaries of my neighborhood and someone else's neighborhood. So, if anybody were to go over there and actually to set trip for anybody like it would have went differently you know but right everybody there that was organizing it they had like um i want to say some say when it came to uh that area as well you know because it was mainly for a positive thing it wasn't more about let's go politic and let's go do stuff right. like you know yeah. what I mean? right it right was, i got a question about, you know? i gotta do it you said you did some hard labor thank you yeah well, well give me a one example of the hard labor that they that you had to do on a one day. <laughs> Shit. Write an essay. <laughs> was it? Write an essay? <laughs> yeah. And you didn't really want to write it? It was hard labor. That was a heavy pencil. What was that? That was a 10 pound pencil. When was the hard labor? Did they give you hard labor? Did you have to bust some stuff? Well, you know what? I actually had to get the dictionary because I had to fucking figure out how to spell that shit. That was hard. They just helped his rap career. Oh, hard, man. Nah, nah. Well, for the hard labor, at least it was just the picking up trash. Painting graffiti, you know, helping the city. It was mainly just uh, uh, city beautification. You know, yeah. that's city all it was. Mm -hmm. So my question leads me to here. At, were there times when you found yourself in the middle of the day or early in the morning having to, like, clean out these buckets and load this truck, right? Mm -hmm. and, this, and you were so far away from where you wanted your life to be that you started doubting or questioning what am I doing here and why do I why am I here right now and it doesn't look the way I want it to look right now why do I have to do this or am I ever going to get over here because right now I'm fucking cleaning out buckets loading a truck what what because I'd imagine you got through that yes you worked through all that right yeah, okay yeah. so were there times like that, man, where you like yes. didn't 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 know you were gonna make it to here because there was so much in front of you that had to get? Tell me about that, man. And well, it was definitely a blur at the time because it it made me really realize that I had to take responsibility. You know, all of my actions that mm. I done at that point led me to where I was at that point, and it was up until I started changing and evolving into the person I am now, at least, to realize that my future is brighter than it seems. Yeah. yeah, it's real. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what in talking about your bright future? What is like maybe one of your favorite tracks that you put out there recently? Shit, I haven't even put it out yet. They're all mm -hmm. loading up right now into the arsenal. So, what mm -hmm. about ones that are already out there? That, oh, because I'm trying to basically we got a bunch of motherfuckers that ain't from the hood or don't know, and yeah. so I'm trying to get them to be you know lit up on what it is that you've done. Yeah. So, what do you got? So at the moment, I got a, my first official video, and that was actually my favorite because we blended two songs together in one video. All right. You know, and it, the reason why it's my favorite is because of the way that we 
projected it onto the screen. You know, it was more about how how I played in it. You know, that that's mm-hmm. why I feel like it was a it was a big thing to me. You know, lyrically it might not be the biggest surprise to everybody, mm-hmm. but the reason why I really loved it was because I was physically playing it out. You know, if that makes sense. That's yeah. dope. So, which video is this? Or uh, it's not out yet. The introduction. The introduction. Introduction. Okay. Sean, you got all right, that? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Yo, Asian, you know, I okay. ain't so comfortable. VHS Asian. tapes, a table, yeah. black and white, artistic yeah. choice. I see that. Don't go, please. Family pictures. Don't go. Looks good. Don't Someone's go. ironing creases. Yeah. Uh oh. Big shirt, big pants. What happened? I just lost everything. Yeah, somebody. Big Steve's like dancing on the keyboard. <laughs> and like, I can't even hear myself, man. I don't know. I guess it's time for the trauma. With the EAGY, we're just peeping it out. Listen, wait, 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 stop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We good? I think we're good. Okay. I really I, uh, actually almost ur- wait, wait, Sean. <laughs> blue eyes to leave these <laughs> this production reality in. Yeah, there's there's uh you know there's di- different. I wanted to say, man, I and I had said this. I had said this before. I think we did a sh- we've done might have done a Nipsey show, but we talked about it and, and we I did a. I did a collaboration with Nipsey Hussle back when I was doing uh, Running Wild, Young and Records. Yeah. So we got to chill on a couple occasions and really, and we got to talk, man. And uh, one thing about Nip was that he was really, really clear on the decision that he had made to stay kind of living, business owning. In his, you know, in his neighborhood, mm-hmm. and and what risk or what ram with that? You know what I'm saying? To yeah. choose to stay there and not, you know what I'm saying? And and he didn't like say that. Beautiful blue eyes. Thank you, blue eyes. But he 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 wasn't going to change up or or do it different because of um. I don't know, fear of or wanting, to, I don't know, man. It was like, and that's why I say, man, like everybody's growing in their decisions at this point in time of, of, of you know, what they're doing. Um, I don't know why people got it. I, to be honest with you, and this is real, man. I don't know why people think that they have to like run for Congress or run for office when they start to make art that gets out into the public sphere. I honestly believe that like, all the cowboy movies, everyone th- thinks that what Clint Eastwood, and I'm not against Clint Eastwood. I'm just not, I'm not bashing on it except for Cry Macho was terrible. But the point of the matter is, is 
you know, all those cowboy movies, nothing but violence and fighting and all this bullshit, right? Yeah. And we all are down with that. Nobody's tripping on that. Everyone's like, oh, that's good, clean American values right there. <laughs> right there. Yeah. And then it's like, so you have some music that talks about what goes on, uh, the realities in the streets in some places, right? Drugs. All right, so why try to like, and, and you know, I'm going to do something even more. And this is something serious. I'm yeah. very fucking pissed about this. Very well, be, but Wait. I want it. Don't feather too far off of that because you, I'm gonna you know. say one last thing. Mm. There has a been a push in this country in the last I want to say 50 years, maybe even 100 years. The concept that every human has to be unified, like mm. everything's supposed to make sense. But the truth of us, the truth is, is that none of us is just one or the other. There's we're fractured. We've got contradictions. Mm. We've got a gentleman like Mr. D who has talent and passion and, and whatever else mm -hmm. and then he's got struggles in other areas that's called real and why are we trying to but you gloss over it, that dude like you said it one time to me in such terms you told me something man like i this show this show for me this part part of this platform the reason i do this show is because i look at man as if I were to ask you, like, the reason I fuck with the people I fuck with is because they're the most interesting people on yeah. the planet, yeah. right? Yeah. That's why they're my people. That's why I fuck with them. So I don't fuck with you and you and you. I fuck with them, my crew, my people, right? My yeah. homeboys, man. So I think they're the most interesting, the coolest, the all that, right? Ain't that the social work, right? Hell yeah. Right. So I want to bring those people on the show. And I want to bring homeboys of mine. And in my neighborhood, in the worlds that I've lived in and live in, there's a lot of characters, right? Yeah. And he may not be some famous dude to you guys. You know? It right. might be Johnny Bear, dog. The homie that's working plumbing, you know? Mm. And uh, Johnny Bear. That just died under the house. Remember Johnny Bear? Oh, Johnny yeah. What? But, yeah, but he's an older thing. homie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know any of these dudes. I'm just there when Steve hears or, the info or, or or anything. And I remember at one point in time, I had questioned. Uh, I said to myself, I'm like about the shoreline. I was like, man, maybe people don't want to, you know, hear about this, you know, like some. And Chumaham was like, look at all the great people. Most or mostly, you said most of the great people. When you read all the history, all their time, all these great guys. Are all criminals. We're all wanted for. They wanted to execute them. They were right. Yeah. And now they're the big. That's who we look up to and talk about. Like it's it's history. It's just that's what history and is. And in a hundred years, it's just gonna be. You know what I'm history. saying? History. And I was like, yeah, man. Like they, they those people are they are important to me, and they're gonna be important in the big picture as time goes by yeah. to everybody else. And they're important right now to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's part of like some of the work we're doing in the documentaries on the west side is that area got really gentrified. My mm -hmm. neighborhoods, Venice, everything. And so that documentary is partly telling you the story before all that happened, you know, what right. it looked like before that. Anyways, I don't know how I got on that. No, subject. but 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 the point is is that is that history once it turns into history, but if you really look at it, it's just a list of criminal events. Yeah. Wars, you know, fights, yeah. revolutions, all those things at the end of the day are violations violent, of, the and they're violent. of the status quo of the law. Right. And so when you look 
at history at, like that. And then it's weird because then all these legit motherfuckers come in and study it in a university and act like it's all cool, but what's going on right now ain't cool. But I hate it's that. right. But right. that's where right. the actual churning of everything from capital, money, right? Mm-hmm. It's because there's these stories, there's these sales, there's these things that go on that creates the profit and it creates the money for other people to come in and try to profit off of. And that's part of the productivity of, the, of America. It's like we got people with nothing trying to make something. And it's a goddamn interesting story. Mm. And then other people who are positioned in a better position to make money on it do. And then other people demonize some of the people that are involved. Not that they're perfect people. I ain't saying that. A lot of people come along and demonize them to justify them not necessarily profiting. <laughs> and they don't know that they're a cog in the big steel necessarily. They don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was, you know, we, we, after your show, we got coming up this um, uh, UCI law professor writer oh. uh, and this other gentleman who spent some time in the shoe program and is now helping the youth, uh, Michael. I don't know how to say yeah, his last name. Band. Yeah. And part of that prison system, right, mm-hmm. it has been set up for sure to profit people, to, to profit Absolutely. others, right? Definitely. Yeah. It's a machine. Mm-hmm. It's a giant factory in a sense. Yeah. So that's why I say, like, to you and Steve, everybody else, like, I don't know why yeah. everyone's trying to fucking be unified and try to act like right. yeah, I got it all figured out. Stop the trying right. to edit it. And try yeah, and just be fuck fucking it. real. Fuck yeah. you are, this is real, the world right. we live in. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 time and time again, you're right. And I think I naturally come into shit trying to clean some shit up. <laughs> and it was really Chumahan that's like, you know, he... That was what makes him a great partner. And and listen, man, it's like, man, just keeping it real, man. And uh, your music, dude, I think that when you are, I think it transcends to the music. You hear it for so sure, much, you know? For sure. All right, restart the music. I want to hear this Mr. D again. The intro, is that what it was called? Yeah, the introduction. Yeah. All right, yeah. he's got like a giant boom box. Easy E, obviously. Uh-huh. I mean, all right, he gets in the car. What's up? What's what you got right there? I got some meat, bro. You got some meat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, check it out. Drop that beat down. Yeah. Why? You know, I'll play you like me, huh? Like me, burn fast in the heat. Full victim to the game for the fame. I'm a meat, a hollow ass grave. Being brave till I cease. Terminate my foes, cause they hoes in the street. The journey is a thug, ain't no love for the weak. Seen the gurney full of bugs and the dust from the beef. Dwell with the trending and not giving the fuck. Raising hell to the frail, got them praying for luck. Could it be that I'm the devil? I first of all, such yeah. a fool. Labeled as a rebel, never colorful or comfortable. I keep my mind fly like a plane of smoke. Fascinated by the riches. Bobbing we 
save the trouble. The yellow superhero, but no, I'm just a zero. With dreams of hitting switches for no bitches in the Rigo. Went from living Evo to reaching different people. Making money stack, watch them laugh, cause it's legal. Uh, no love, doing it to survive. Cause the history of thugs have got an immortalized. No love, doing it to survive. Cause the history of thugs have got an immortalized. Yeah. No love, doing it to survive. Cause the history of thugs have got an immortalized. No, right? I no fucking love I have yet to bring him. Everybody, a stay seated. Everybody, start jumping out their chair. Fucking <laughs> stay seated. Over I'm gonna here. tell you something. I'm going out on a limb because I don't even know what he's gonna say. But I can promise you this: there's been a million comedians and TV shows that I brought to Old Blue Eyes, and he just throws up right on him, and he's like, "Don't bring me this bullshit. <laughs> Go ahead." So I definitely hear some some Pac in there. I mean, just for sure, you you you're bringing visions of Pac in my head. But what other what other rappers are like? In your when you were learning the game and the pen game and all that shit, like how what were you listening to? What what influenced you? Uh, Rakim for Rock sure. Rakim, yeah. holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Yo, he Good sounds man. man. You couldn't say anything <laughs> yeah, dude, more right? Authentic, right yeah, yeah. in there like Rakim. a Rakim Pac, yeah. right? <laughs> Hey, what's it's your all about <laughs> delivery, dog? You guys are talented <laughs> MC, man. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Legit. D, if what? I could create a rapper in a lab, this is the guy I would. Yeah, dude. Create. Hey, that's saying you might you might want to chat with him on beats, Holy bro. Shit, that dude's bro. serious. Oh, hey, yeah. let me ask you a different question, Mister D. What is your breath technique when you're delivering? Oh well, I try my best to separate the words as best as I can at the right time, right? So if I hear the right clap, I'll try to end it right there, and then I'll I when I write at least I try to write it like sort of a like an essay, right? So um, I'll say a line. And if I were to separate it, I had the three little dots just to know that I, that's my breath. Wow. Continue it. And like I start a new line and then a new line and a new line and a new line. And then I take that space and then I create a new bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I if that makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. So the ellipses is indicating when you're going to breathe. So you're yes. planning out when you're going to breathe. Yes. You ain't just yes. flying by the seat of your pants. No, no. I, I I literally try to write everything out as best as I can. Every time that I'm going to transition, I use a comma. When I, like you said, when I'm ready to take a breath, I use, what, what is it called again? Ellipses. Ellipses? Ellipses. Ellipses. Yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the notation, it's the punctuation that indicates... There's additional more coming later. Okay. Three dots. And a lot of emo chicks use it after everything they write. Like, that's always too. like, right? It's like, hey, man, this world too. sucks, dot, dot, dot. I do too, man. I do. That's like, just like, just keep, keep an eye out. All right. Emo yeah. girls, oh, blue eyes and big luck. Yeah, yeah. But okay, but for Mr. D, it's breath. Emo girl yeah. trapped in a fucking man's body. <laughs> I'm right there with you. It's like, you know, okay. But, okay, so Mr. D, so then, yeah. all right, so we know... When you know and planned when you're going to breathe, then when you take the breath in the studio, what's your strategy to make sure that you get enough to cover the ground that you set for yourself? Um, so at the beginning of my verse, right, um, I tried my best to try to 
get as much air as I can. Yeah. You know? So every time I do see those breasts coming up, I try my best to take sort of of a, I want to say a sharp, yeah, like yeah. a sharp, sharp breath, you know? Because if I do it too hard, they're going to be like, oh, you got to do it again. And we heard it, you know? Right. You know? And then it will sound too sloppy because when you pronounce a word after a heavy breath, yeah. it sounds like you're actually tired, you know? And it doesn't sound too appealing in the ear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you ever able to find out like Rakim's or like um, or Pox or anybody that you looked up to? Are there any places where you've been able to look at those type of techniques that most people oh, yeah. don't think about? Yeah, I got everything from Pop. You did? Yeah, yeah. I think, see, I think that's genius because, you know what, I'm going to say something, man. How is it that you, it all got came from Pop? Well, see, no, he, the one who put it, it out there? Well, see, he told me about it, so to say, mm-hmm. but I did my own research regarding Shakespeare and mm-hmm. poetry because it does thrive off of poetry and Shakespeare right because Shakespeare was the one that um iambic patema yes exactly that's exactly right. so did exactly. Pac lay out the way to find yes, it yes it, it was a it was like the like a treasure map okay. you know Shit. and then yeah. it led me to Shakespeare yeah you know, it led me to poetry it led me to <laughs> other poets you know and right. let me it started opening my my arsenal, you know, my arsenal. Yeah. You know, it, it started making me think like, okay, if I start looking into uh, uh, what's uh, Edgar Allan Poe, right? Just See, for example. Yeah. Uh, he could be talking about the simplest thing, right? Yeah. How life transitions into death. I could make a song off of that, right. you know? I could be like, oh, I was born and then I got old. But if I did want to dirty you up, I could be like, oh, I was born in an environment, a cool family, a great loving mom, and then I go out and get killed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it takes a it takes a twist like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's the way that you start, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, I, dude, man, <laughs> yeah, but, but but listen, man. Kidding, I had some man. some young people yeah. that are listening and they wanna do some they wanna they wanna really stand out and or understand the craft they should be listening closely to what mr d is saying yeah, because really there's really, a really. there's a, <laughs> a lot, lot a you're lot you're unpacking of, a lot of stuff right there's there. a lot of technique <laughs> right there yeah. you know and he's talking about <clears throat> like shakespeare uh and iambic pentameter which is the poets the old poets especially we don't think about it because we just talk but every word has slight emphases in short vowels and long vowels and crisp endings and long endings. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to truly master the arts of being able to make rhymes and flow and all that kind of stuff, especially like a guy like even like M, right? He's probably no, he's probably written his own personal book on all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you can really lay it out and understand how language, the word flows with what the music is underneath it and make it sound crisp and make it sound clean and make it sound um cohesive right well that's a whole other that's a good question to you so 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 you got all these different levels of uh, of rappers right you got ones that just rely on the beat completely yeah. you don't know what the fuck they're talking about <laughs> you really don't care yeah. the hook's coming in about you know 15 seconds and we all just want to smoke weed and fucking listen to the hook <laughs> it's fast food rap right <laughs> fast food rap yeah. i love that then you got some people who put a little more into it right they're like mm-hmm. an intellectual rapper right so mm-hmm. they're doing all the sound shit that's tricky yeah, it don't make sense. Yeah. What's that kind of rap called, do you think? Like, Honestly, I feel like it's more like I wanna I don't I don't wanna give it a name because it'll kinda be insulting, but it's right. almost like it's kinda like how Tech Nine raps, 
but it's people people don't make sense of it. You right. Know what I mean, like it's just right. like people are just making sounds like match. Right. So mm-hmm. so so that's at least a little bit slightly up technique. But the problem is there's no organization to the sounds. It's just a bunch of shit thrown out there. Yeah. And yeah. Anybody can pretty much do that. Once you get yeah. the key, you can just lay them out. And yeah. then whatever you said in the middle is whatever you said in the middle. Yeah. But then you have that plus an actual story. Mm-hmm. That has a structure that makes sense and people can follow. Yes, that's, that's a completely almost, separate. It's almost deal. like a scripture. At right. How I see it, at least, not to you know insult anybody's religion, but right. it does evolve almost like a Bible. You know, like an album is. Um, it should be looked at as a Bible because you're speaking to people and you're making sure that you're influencing younger people. You know, like that's how it's supposed to be. Okay, and right. so on that level. How many passes do you have to go on writing in order to integrate it to that extreme level oh, of production? Yeah. Ooh, that's actually the that's actually a really hard job, you know, because not everybody can be, you know, up to that level. You know, it really uh, you could shoot for it. I always try to shoot for it. You know, that's the best I can do. You know, because when I actually have a song finished in front of me. I actually try to, I look at it from the, from the perspective that whether if it's actually going to be good or or not. But then I show it to other people and they're like, oh man, it blows a lot of people out the water. You know, like they, they hype me up, right? Mm. And I, I'm just like, well, if you're telling me this is good, but I'm kind of doubting it, how, how can I be sure that I'm going to build that quote unquote Bible, that quote unquote, uh, you know, Nas album? You know, a Pac album. You know, like, I, I I try my best to try to sort of imitate an album. But when I do, it kind of just goes in circles, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. What you're saying makes yeah. perfect motherfucking sense. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you something, man. It's a tough, tough road. Yes. When you've got people who you might trust and like telling you, oh, that's hands down better than anyone else has done. Yeah. But then your internal perfectionist is saying to you... That's them saying that. Yeah. I mean, what do they know? I mean, I love them, but like, what the fuck do they know? You know what I mean? Like, I'm the one that uh-huh. fucking did it. I know where the holes in the fucking material are, and I've been working on this one. For right. <laughs> shit. And, but then there comes a point in time. Well, let me ask you, Big Steve. Big Lux, did at any time have you in your, what you've worked on in streetwear, whatever, whatever, these brands and everything, have there been times where you put like work in and the people around you been like, rap? Wow, you did enough, brother. You know what? You need to go easier on yourself and listen a lot. And you've been like, man, I'm not. This isn't it. I got to put a couple more. This this requires more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. What's your strategy I've, for doing with that, man? Because there, and when I run into that, there's a part of me that wants to rest. Yeah. But then there's the other part of me that's like, man, I'll just be like them if I do. Nah, bro. I don't even think people uh, bring conversations like that to me anymore for fear that I might get bored. Right. Uh, but no, man. It's uh, yeah, you want to. I mean, I think some. I, I think you're built that way. You're you're built that way. And if you look at your history and you look at yourself, yeah. Uh, not look at your history because not everybody has enough history created. Yeah. To do that, but. Either you are, I'm saying, yes, you want to rest. Right. You feel like that, that, that. But <clears throat> you're either that person that's going to rest on that, and you've been resting on a bunch of <sighs> shit, 
or you're the person that doesn't rest on shit and you look at that as like, that's a real tempting one, but and you move right past it. Right, Juman? Man, I can't think of a worse prison in this world. I mean, there are, so let not. we're just about to do a prison show. Oh, so he's, I'm not about to drop, he's about to drop <laughs> right. a nugget. And, but but know, let me right just tell you, I can't think of a worse prison than allowing yourself to be lulled into a false sense of accomplishment because mediocre people around you are applauding. <sighs> God damn, bro. That was a nugget. Man. It's true. Yeah. 100% accurate. Yeah. Look yeah, man. So it's, that's crazy, though. But yeah, you, you you get that thing, and I think, nah, man, Chuman. For me, yeah. For me, if it's my project, whether you know whether whether whatever, whatever it be, your creation as a, as an artist, right? Whatever it might be, if <clears throat> it doesn't matter what anybody's saying, okay, if there's a hole in it, and I know it, <sighs> and it's. But it, nothing's mm. happening. It don't matter if there's a million fucking dollars sitting on a paycheck. Today, I might not have told you that when I was 24 years old, dude. I'm like, the fuck you talking about, man? Eat that shit, you know? Right. But, um, t- no, man. Like, Mr. Absolutely. D. Mr. D. Let's just clear away all the bullshit. <laughs> let's get right down to it. You have in front of you multiple alternative futures one of which you are the zen master of fucking gangster rap fuck it I mean untouchable people might not even be allowed to iron your clothes (laughs) (laughs) it's not a laughing matter hey Hey, for thirty grand, you, I'll hire this guy to write your book. Thirty thousand dollars, he'll write his book. All right, <laughs> Mister D is sold on him already. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get the holy water. He's about to christen him right now, dude. <laughs> the fuck are you I doing? Just, I don't know. I'm just going. With it. Hey, it's the process. Are your fingers yeah. burning right now? What? Boy. All right. Or, or... Hit him with the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, dog. Jesus Christ. We love you, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. We love you, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Boom. We call him Mr. D. Jesus Christ. He's writing the scripts for Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Sort of God. <laughs> We're not trying to disrespect everyone's religion, but it's his scripture, Jesus Christ. All right. Or, right, another alternative which could be like burnout, distraction, uh, was pretty good, da-da-da. And, and like, you know, no disrespect, knock on wood, but even Nipsey, right? It's like, man, guy had more to do. He was probably just starting to yes. put the yeah. gas down, yeah, right? Yes, for sure. So, was the test of ability to confront the truth. What do you have to control in order for you to make it to the full top my anger huh your anger yeah yeah what sets you off all kinds of things man Truthful answer right there. The only That's why right, he's got la pipa. Yeah. <laughs> cool, he got la pipa right there. 
He's like, you mind if I do this? Thinking we better let him do what he wants. Yeah, you know? no, because I was like, man, I've only seen him laugh during this whole thing. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What? The nicest like, guy in the world. No, I know. I got anger issues. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you guys. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really oh, funny, right, guys. Listen, <laughs> oh, listen up. What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm funny like how? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, no, no, no. But I use you. <laughs> use you. <laughs> so what? Like, so, all right. What sets you off? I know you said a lot of things, but like, give me like a top one where you're like, man, that happens, and I gotta leave the room. <laughs> I gotta leave the room. I can't uh, be here. You're too much. Honestly, I well. I kind of try to control it because, you know, my manager told me there's like a three strike rule, you know, but it's, um, <laughs> look at his manager. His manager right now is like vibrating with nervous. He's like, oh my God, what's he going to say? He's like doing hand signals. Like, He's like, when my manager starts fucking bouncing around, that's the first thing that pisses me off. <laughs> When you have your finger in your mouth and you stand there, that's what he is. <laughs> when he stares at me, and I'm like, I can feel the weight of that fucking stare. I just want to fucking snap. Like, what you looking at, motherfucker? <laughs> so I'm, I'm, um, you see, you see, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, what, uh, what is it that you, it, are you, because this is good. This is good, man. What, what is it? Okay, anger-wise, for real, you try to control it. I get mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But what is what is it that sets you off, generally? Well, to be honest, it's it's words, you know? Mm -hmm. That's the thing, you know? That's how I want to label it. It's words that sets me off, you know? People think <sighs> that, oh, you know, like, words don't have no effect, but that's, you know, that's bullshit, you know? Because I work with ver with words almost oh, every day. You right, know, you that's know your the life power, You know the power yeah, of words, yeah. right? Mighty yeah. the pen. Exactly. And they affect you. Know? you. Yeah, okay, well, that's fucking affect you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, is it like, like what? So, wait a second. Now, what do we? At what level are we talking about? Is Mister D sitting there, like, just in a normal conversation, and someone uses like the wrong word? Like, say fucked up shit. To you. No, no, Somebody no. Somebody tells you some fucked up. I shit. thought maybe he was. I thought he was up. maybe saying like. I don't like that adjective, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. That's an old-ass adjective. It right, doesn't even right, catch right. it. You know, you and a lot you, of... If you mispronounce <laughs> that word again, huh, in the oven, right. you go ahead first. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with this, guys. He's got dangling modifiers. We're going to have to fucking toughen this kid up. Hey, it's a hard luck. Sure. What, is, it, is it insults to an extent? Yeah, it, insults, you know? I, I try to control control it but it's it's like i don't know when people insult you you kind of feel some type of way you know yeah. and you can't really help to react to it you know some people be like oh i'll try to turn the other cheek but malcolm x said why do we have to keep turning the other cheek uh yeah. but malcolm x was saying turning the other cheek to actual violent and or physical and or economic threats mm -hmm. not just the insults mm -hmm. This is interesting because, yeah. honestly, when you go up against opponents, we've been doing the audio book on the Art of War, right? Yeah, yeah, I was listening to it. All right, cool. So when you go up against opponents, what Sun Tzu would tell somebody who was trying to get control of you mm -hmm. or throw you off your game, first thing Sun Tzu would say is, words piss him off. First thing you got to do, opponent, is insult him because then his whole head... We were yep. talking about this Durant uh, fight. Right, with I can't remember who, who he was. Sugar Ray Leonard. Thank you, Sugar Ray Leonard. Right, 
And Durant, Sugar Ray Leonard was like the golden boy, fucking best boy, blah, blah, blah. Durant was the tough guy from the fucking... Panama. Right. So they go, and before the fight, Durant found Sugar Ray's wife walking and told her, after I beat your husband, I'm going to fuck you real good. And he knew that they would tell Sugar Ray that. And that took Sugar Ray off his game. And that's one of the reasons why Sugar Ray lost that fight to Durant. So when we're talking about anger and words and insults, Mm -hmm. you're right. They do mean something. Mm -hmm. You're 100%. And they do hurt. But the issue is, what is going to be the strategy when you go up against somebody who might use that as a way to get you off your game? so that they can step into your spot or f- just mm. fuck you up. There are some people that just don't like to see people do good. No, yeah. Yeah. Right? Hmm. I feel like I feel like the best the best answer I can get cuz I still have to practice it, of course. Of course. You know, um, <clears throat> I want to do I want to do what's dang. I actually never thought of it though. That's the thing. You know, because people tell me all the time, you got to control your anger. You got to give the, the people benefit of the doubt. You know, you don't know what they're going through either or how they were reacting that certain day. But at the same time, you know, um, I want to I wanna be like, I want to give them a, a break, you know, but I don't know. I, I still have to practice it, but it's like, I don't know, You man. know what? Because the angle that I'm thinking about, right, for this issue, it's an interesting issue. Mm-hmm. One is underneath there somewhere. Mm-hmm. An insult, because there's some people that can get insulted and they don't trip. They're ready. For, like you want to, you want fight. I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah. But you are gonna talk a bunch of weird shit. It don't mean nothing to me. Yeah. A fucking right. There's people like that. A yeah. fucking pinhead motherfucker trying to tell me about whatever. <laughs> I ain't even gonna listen to that. Yeah, yeah. But so the issue is somewhere in there is some kind of experience you may have had or something where. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and even more interesting, it is related to words. Everything that you told us today involved a word one way or another, whether it's on a wall, what you write down, what you research, all that stuff, right? Yeah. And so um, there may be something to your relationship to words even, right? That is allowing somebody to use the wrong word on you an open space to knock you off your game or change your focus. And that's interesting. To me, anyway. I don't know if it's interesting, but I don't give a fuck. But it's interesting because I think, like, I mean, you might look back a year from now on this interview and say, I was asked this question. I had, I knew exactly what it was. Anger. And certainly, it's not going to be fixed by the whole try to be compassionate to the other idiot. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't work on me either. No, I don't yeah. give a fuck what that person gone through. Yeah, yeah. But then maybe the concept might be to be a better warrior, right? To be a more, a tougher adversary would mm-hmm. not allow that sort of thing to cause you to, you could be. Exert angry. energy or. In that, you, right? Any thought. Not forget either though. Yeah. Right? But yeah. it's also telling you something about them. Right, because Sun Tzu would come back to you and say, "That guy's trying to knock you off your game." Right. You know right, what that means? Right. That means they're afraid of you. That means you got your foot on their neck, mm-hmm. and they're yep. pretending like you don't. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. for and you you're to, and you, for you to, now is the time to step even harder. 
That's how you choke a motherfucker out. You put your full weight on that foot. Yeah, there you go. Right? That's that. That's, that's it right there. And that might be. That might be the way. But based on everything that I've experienced here today, bro, I want you to kill the fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to leave the game in a fucking bloody cesspool of fucking <laughs> gristle and fucking tears. Yeah. I want yeah. I want to be able to Burnt see down you. to the ground, huh? <laughs> Dude, Burnt I want down to the ground. I want your mic to be composed of fucking bones and teeth that you ripped out of the game. Mm-hmm. I want everybody else. I want mumble rappers. I want them all. <laughs> I want them all to fucking <laughs> kneel to kneel before you. Not because you're the scariest or what? Nah. Because you are the most accomplished and you execute like a motherfucker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, no. Not at all, bro. Yeah. I just met you, and that's what I want for you, man. Look at that. Serious. There, dog. Right. Well, anyway. Well, listen. Here, to Mr. D. Salud. Salud. (laughs) Salud. My man. John 20, huh? Hey, y'all all mafiaed up in here. Huh? Hey, we go. Hey. So listen, um, God, man, this show was designed for people like you. Yep. People like Esteban. People, I mean, I could just go down the list. Let me just go down the list, brother. Uh, it's it's uh, people that come from, from same places that we did. And uh, wouldn't let where they come from uh, necessarily define them, you know? Yeah. And, man, just thank you for coming on the show, brother. It's great to have you on, and you're welcome to come on anytime, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everybody, yeah, man. man. Appreciate it. Yeah, Mr. D, uh, can you just real quickly just let our listeners know where they can find you, how they can find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram under Mr. D12700, and on YouTube, just look up Mr. D, the introduction. Uh, that's my official latest video. My album will be releasing late this year or early next. And be sure to be on the lookout for my upcoming music video. And it's Mr. D D E E, right? Yes, D E E underscore 12700. There you go. And um, we'll make sure that we have uh, Instagram Jesus tag that up on that post so that right. we get the, they get directed right over to you thank you brother man do listen it up um i want to give uh i'm gonna let you give give these shout outs real quick all right we real got. quick shout outs hardluckshow.com stop putting a fucking the in front of it or you're gonna get nothing hardluckshow.com the new experience whole new fucking layout also you can go on there to the Mercado and find the fucking L.A. Crime mixtape. You can buy it. It's live now. Three bucks. Support yeah. the crew. Support Mr. D. What the fuck's the matter with you? Yeah. And Avonda Bone LLP. Uh, we wear braids to court. Let the tomahawks fly. Best legal representation money can buy. Believe that. Uh, and also, you know what? Big sh- Oh, fuck. Ah, I wanted to give a shout out to, and I know Sean, Steve's going to be like, no. But, you know, now that we've got the master right here, I have someone no. close to me. <laughs> I have someone close to me who is an aspiring rapper. And I'm not going to explain anything about him because I don't want to taint <laughs> your appraisal. And I want you to be real because he might need the praise 
or he might need the bitch slap. <laughs> okay. All right. And I want you to give it to him real oh, because shit. because oh uh, we go. He won't <laughs> listen to anybody else. Okay. He might go. listen to a guy that actually fucking does it. Yeah. If anybody uh, can tell. What are you gonna play? <sighs> I'm playing <laughs> Triple E. And I'm pulling it up right now. Just give me a second. Shh. Open, motherfucker. All right, here we go. I want you to listen to the styling. Here he goes. Why does it sound like there's two things playing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> I think there's Tool in the background. Uh, uh, Nine Inch uh, Nails, that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> Mr. D's laughing his ass off over here. What's that? <laughs> that's Tool. No, that's not Tool. No. Okay. <laughs> Mr. That's D's, Filter, actually. All right, shh, shh. That, I, that was purposeful to clear Mr. D's <laughs> audio palette. <laughs> I did it on purpose. That was a palette clear. Here we go. <laughs> We're going to drop this shit right here. Triple to the E, motherfucking place to be. to the D. Triple E. This is how I be. This is how I be. This is how I be. I never heard. I'm, the one thing I just want to say yeah. from the gate. Wait, wait. That this guy's body didn't move at all. No, <laughs> it was, I never seen nobody. It was like body a lion. Didn't move right. at all. Like a lion just sitting there. Wait. All right. Maybe he was in concentration. He was. Yeah. No. Okay. 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 This is the moment we've all yes. been waiting for. Yes. And I want you to be honest. Critique. You got to be, dude. Dude, you have to be. Speak. Should he keep going? Shh. Shoot in the He's head. not a careerist. He's right. just going to tell you about the technique. Well, he does need to work on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice. <laughs> okay. A little yeah. work. A little, little work. You know, a little uh, work might go a long way on there. <laughs> some elbow grease. He's <laughs> <laughs> just sharpen, sharpen the skills a bit. His okay. name is, is King Salmon. That's it. Oh, that's him. All right, all right. Big shout out to King Salmon. Thank you, Mister. Listen, King Salmon, if you're listening to that, you can't pay for that kind yeah, of fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? That was. Shut it down right, right. there. Right. We Shut don't talk about him anymore until he pays us some money. Yeah, okay. Right. You got to pay us some money. Go ahead. All right, I'm done with money. Uh, <laughs> we got We got Sean. We got um, uh, Sean at movementalmedia uh, website coming soon. Um, Shout out to Pupo, Beard Oils. Oh, dude, Beard Oils, and, for real. Uh, oh, you know what? I was going to say, uh, keep your eye on the website, hardluckshow.com. It's in a constant state of evolution, and you might even drop in and find something very, very odd and weird. Excellent. And it's, uh, it's a fucking amazing experience. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Mr. D Man for coming through and uh, yeah, really like absolutely. impressed with your, uh, your MC style and. Uh, Wish you a lot of luck Definitely. with that. And uh, yeah, shout out to City of Santa Monica, the boys, yeah. and uh, bringing it again. Yeah.
Uh, Jeff, Jeff, the manager. Yeah, for inquiries. SoCalWiz at Instagram for inquiries. All right, for Mr. D, all right? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, wait, what? Wait. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we need to do like a Jeff the Manager <laughs> show. Yeah, I right, know. Right? <laughs> right? All right. Hey, uh, all right. I like, we, I, I want to give a shout out. I need to give a shout out to, uh, oh, giving a shout out to my boy Burner, bro. You know, oh, our yeah. are always right with you, Much brother. We're, we got you back, bro, with you on this. And uh, shout out to the whole Cookies family, Vibes, SupermaxHardware.com. Um, and keep your ears And the tonight. W Hotel. Yeah. Oh, that's W right. Hotel. Thank w Hotel, where are wonderful. we at? Yeah. We're in the sound studio at the W Hotel. It's Thank beautiful you so here. much. W right. W Lady Gaga's like butt sweat is on my chair. Right. <laughs> Thank awesome. you. Enzo's Pizzeria. Enzo's. Pulpo. Beard oil. Stop smelling um, like shit. You know. Come on. Let's do this. Yeah. And uh, I just want to say, Mr. D, check out my boy, man. These uh, big things coming. Yeah. Like we do about this time. Adios amigos from the heart. Love show. And we were cleaning the house, and the fucking whole house smelled of weed. And when they broke you off the Duke Major tobacco, yeah. EDD, big money coming. Hey, dog face. Now I eat a hot dog, now my blood pressure goes up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.